welcome to our show A show full of lies So close your mouth and open your ears And don't believe your eyes Cause this is just a bit of fun A strange little addition To our world of corruption Fifteen minutes of fiction of fiction yeah. alright landlubbers and welcome aboard to episode 5 of 82% of Refuse Collectors new favourite podcast 15 minute fictions my name is Jimmy Slate and I'll be your host this evening alongside the incomparable WebMD that is Dr Hines and joining us through a time portal from Room S. He's handsome, he's strong, he'll sell you a cheese board with your name on and dance around your local park wearing nothing but a borough shirt. It's Benny Carzers. Round of applause, everyone. Welcome, Ben. Please could you introduce yourself to our amassing audience this evening by revealing what are the Colonel's 12 secret herbs and spices? Actually, it's, it's funny you ask that. It's actually know the Colonel personally from uh, down at Games Workshop. And um, he is a keen beach football player um, down in Kentucky. I don't right. know if you guys know that. He, he keeps himself here. Uh, and 11 of the secret herbs and spices are actually just the emptyings from his um, beach football astro trainers. Um, so, yeah, so he goes to each individual Kentucky, empties those out into the fryer, and then just has a little bit of basil. Thank you very much, Ben, for that. Um, you learn something new every day. And we'll head over to our man with the medical degree that he was gifted from a man that he met on Grinder, Dr. Hines, for some fun-based parameters. So, we'll be using the following 15 minutes to inform you about a new superstition that has emerged in the wake of a broken Britain in a global pandemic. The only teething issue is, the superstition is utter guff. It's a disgusting lie banana grown in our tongue-twisted, Bostonian bumpkin, Dan dodging imaginations. This superstition would not be sang about by Stevie Wonder, but if enough of you believe in it, we might end up being featured on a song by N-Dubs for their 2026 reunion tour. Dappy once told my friend that he loved him. Um, what are the rules for this evening's podcast? No, no, no. Okay, the rules for this evening's episode haven't changed. But in case you've been too busy being a young buck and ignoring the game, we have a set topic to discuss, but as yet haven't discussed anything. As soon as our drawling mouth slapping starts, we will hit go on a timer and we will have exactly 15 minutes to chat Sweet Mary Celeste going where no daft bastards have ever gone before by discussing the properties of this week's given subject, which to remind you soy boy beta cooks, once more before we start, is the world's newest superstition. Ben, as our guest this evening, could you please start the podcast by loudly exclaiming, does anyone want a signed picture of Janino that I found in my sock drawer? Of course, I'm going to do it my best northeast. Does anyone want a signed picture of Janino that I found in my sock drawer? Let's do this. Okay, so I am going to start the timer in three, two, one. Started the clock. So the first thing that I've written down here is what is the superstition and how did it begin? Um, ben, as our guest, you can you can start us off here. What do you think the superstition would be based on the global pandemic that has been erupting over the so, last year? So I like the idea of superstition that changes people's behaviours. So you know where people yeah. they won't walk over three drains or they won't walk under a um they won't walk under a ladder as an yeah. example or they won't keep a broken mirror. I want something that 
fully affect people's lives to the point where it, it gives them goosebumps yeah, every, I, every time it, it, they even think about it. Definitely. Dr. Hines. Okay. What about, like, a... <clears throat> so it's an opposite. So you know, like, common sense is, like, you don't step in front of buses. Yeah. What if it was, like, your superstition is that if you don't step in front of buses, you'll die? So every time you see one, you have to step in front of it. So the superstition is becoming something quite dangerous. It's, yeah. So so it, it almost is is leading to controversy because people are doing things such as they believe if they step in front of a bus, they won't die. Correct. Are you sort of suggesting a kind of game of chicken? Well, it's all, I suppose it is, but it's... <clears throat> Is there potentially a knock-on effect of that superstition? Obviously, the bus driver is going to be like, "Oh, oh no, one of these maybe people are the superstitions." Maybe it's for the bus driver's benefit. Maybe the bus, maybe it's polite to step in front of the bus. It's, it's impolite not to step in front of the bus, and, and you risk some sort of ill will falling on the bus. So Does it bring them good luck? It could. What bring, exactly. So it brings the bus driver's good luck if if someone steps in front of their bus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're we're onto we're onto a pretty good start here. Two minutes in, and um, so I yeah we could say as well because this has sort of come out of this year. It's come out of um, you know a pretty tough year for for a lot of people. Um, you know, after a global pandemic, when there is no more fear, what do people crave the most? Oh, you know what? It was quite nice living in a bit of fear. So a bit of risk. Yeah, a bit of risk, exactly. A bit of risk. And the and that risk is stepping out into traffic. And and if you get like the closer you get to being hit by a car, the more lucky your day becomes. Okay. Perfect. So the the luck is now on you. Yeah, so you make your you make your own look with this with this superstition. So it becomes one of those ones where it's sort of like, yeah, the closer you get to being to being hit by a car the more lucky you are sets you up for the day it should be like your first your first excursion out the house in the morning you toy with traffic to get an idea of what the day what the day has in hold i i think that i think that's that's a great start um the the next thing i've got is who started this superstition and and in what part of the world so um the the part of the world that it started in i'm I'm gonna go for is the uk because um we are mental so we would start superstitions at the drop of a hat so i i think it starts with I, i'm gonna also suggest i want to throw something in here because i think it kind of feels like you know like people think that cats are kind of cats have nine lives because if you throw a cat off like a building it always lands on its feet i feel like there's someone who's like a cat enthusiast that's like well you know thought cats had nine lives so i thought if i could walk across uh, a motorway and dodge all traffic, then I would be, I would also have nine lives. I would be a cat. We survived Corona, therefore we've probably potentially got nine lives. Yeah, exactly. And then that's, that's led them to, that's led them to, to, to try new challenges. Dr. Heinz, what do you think? Yes. So <clears throat> when you say challenges, what do you mean? So I, I mean, like, uh, you know, we've come to the end of a global pandemic. People have felt tense and nervous this entire time. And then they're, they're now reassured. They can just go about their normal lives. And they're like, oh, this is a bit boring. And where's the danger gone? And so some... Okay, so they've almost become, like, blasé to danger. 
So because yeah. I've had to live such a sheltered 12 months, like living at home and isolated, yeah, they're now we, sort of we crave the danger. defunct of fear. It used to be it used to be dangerous just going to the co-op for some milk, and yeah. now it's not. So on my way to the co-op, I'm getting in front of the number 32. Well, and the, yeah, exactly. And walking across like dual carriageways. And dodging just cars. Just got to check that the, today's got a bit. To, to going to check that today's going to be a good day. Jump in front of the bus. Yeah. And and if they and dodge the bus and they dodge the cars as well that are around them, then it's going to be a great day. And like you were saying before, the driver of the bus and the driver of you know the driver of the cars they dodge. If they, is it a case of like if they don't hit the people, then it's going to be a good day as well. Yeah, so it works. So. Bo- so it works both ways. It's like a, I think so. It's like a bird doing a little tod on the, on the shoulder, and they'll go, "Oh, got to buy a lottery <laughs> ticket today." Perfect. Nearly hit that. Nearly hit that Indian family, but I didn't. <laughs> Let's get a ticket on my way home. Oh my god. Um, the next thing I've got is how did it become popularized? So. This usually, um, with, with this kind of thing, would involve someone like John Travolta going, Hey, I've seen this thing where people cross the road in front of moving cars and the photos kind of cool, you know. Uh, that was, was my he, what, John Travolta. He was in the UK? Yeah, John Travolta was in the UK filming Grease 7, um, Revenge of the Grease. And, <laughs> and he's gone... Hey, Grease milk woman. Yeah, well, I, th- I think maybe he's he's like... Like near a main road or something he's on John Adams way obviously because they're filming in Boston um, and somewhat, you know, someone's just crossing the road in traffic and he's like whoa man what's going on and they say oh, John John it's cool so if you if you cross a road and nearly get hit by cars but then get hit by them it's really lucky I wonder if it could be politicised like we'll take our you know people pushing back against the establishment like we'll take our chances and then people start like taking their chances with their own lives, other people's well-being, and all of a sudden it becomes a major trend of like pushing back against the establishment. Getting a big Tiananmen Square kind of vibe from that. So like the, you know the classic picture of the person with their shopping bag stood in front of a tank, but that <laughs> that but on a on a dual carriageway somewhere in with the, Corby, <laughs> with four four pints of semi-skimmed, with four pints of semi-skimmed. <laughs> Tanks are pretty slow though, so I don't feel they're just giving it the big one, aren't they? Because it's not yeah. scary, but really it goes at like two miles per hour. I think that picture, if if that picture was taken in like 2021, it would be like someone stood in front of a I don't know a window cleaner's van, and if you know a Ford Transit or whatever, because they they do not stop for anything, do they? Do not. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> or like a DPD, DPD, and a DPD. Do you know what they have got there. a parcel drop to do? They've got a job to do. Uh, we're seven and a half minutes in. I can't believe how quickly this is going, um, but we're, we're doing pretty well. So um, the next, the next note I've got written down here is: Is there a prominent figure involved in popularising the superstition? I've, I've suggested it, John Travolta, but I'm going to throw it over to Benny C to see if he has anyone else he would suggest. We're going. If we're going the, the the Boston route, if this thing all kicked off in Boston, he's probably not a, I don't think he's a national celebrity, but maybe the first van driver, the first beneficiary of this like reciprocal look could be Paul Bastock in his yeah, um, yeah. in his window cleaners transit. So so someone rushes across the road in front of Bastock and and he's heard about this trend on the news or something and he's like, Oh, 
fucking hell, there, there goes one of the lucky, the lucky luckies, we'll call them, trying to, you know, making their own look and that. And then he didn't hit them, luckily. Very. He's gone on to have a wonderful day. Yeah, I feel like maybe he could have bought a lottery ticket or something as well, because he's, he's heard about he's, the good luck thing from it. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. actually, this is this is good. I like this because the way it then gets popularised is someone spots Paul Bastock, but he's now got uh, a thick head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> so he's heard about he's heard about the making your own look thing, the lucky luckies crossing the road. And then someone's got. Hey, how's that happen, Paul? Hey, you're not gonna. You are not gonna believe this. Not gonna believe right. it. Right. I was. I was just. I was doing number number twenty four down Lizzie Road, and uh, I just stepped out on the road, and there was a bus coming. He was playing. He was playing Pokemon Go. He wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. This lady just dives out the way. He's like, "Fuck me, that's lucky." So he's playing. All of a sudden, he's playing Pokemon Go whilst he was driving. He's, he's Jim. He's playing Pokemon Go. He's seen a rat cake. He needs a rat cake. He's trying to. He's trying the old curveball. Yeah. Looks up. Someone dives in front Middle of his car. Middle-aged lady in the road dives out of the way. Dives in front of his car, out of the way. He dodges. Does he? Does he dive it's like a, he, he's like a goalkeeper dive as well though? He, he, of course he does, Tom. Of course he does. Whilst but whilst then, driving a car. He, he's listening to. Um, he's listening to. Kiss and what comes on. Today was a good day by Ice Cube. Next song. And then, so how does his hair grow back? Well, that's because he went because he's so lucky. Then obviously goes buys that lottery ticket. And then oh, wins, and then he wins the Euro Millions, gets a hair transplant, and everyone's going, "Hang on, I, I thought you were, you know, and now you're oh, no, yeah, what happened?" And yeah. he's like, "Oh." Because he's a ripped man as well. He's like still shredded. He's so he's shredded just walking beast. around. He's, he's like topless. He's walking around like some sort of Hercules. Hairy, hairy chest as well. He's got now. I see <laughs> hairy chest everywhere, mate. Because of the hair transplant. <laughs> everywhere. And people are going. He's all. He's almost now akin to a muscular cousin it from the Adams family. <laughs> people are going. What? Hang on, Paul. Is that you? And he's going. You're not going to believe it. This is what happened. Imagine the imagine the window cleaning benefits of using forearms, legs. He's now, a, he's now effectively he's a, a chamois. He's a walking chamois, Jim. A walking chamois. I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, a couple of more points. We're at 11 minutes, so we've we've still got time on this one. It, it, it's got legs, if anything. It's got it's got legs and multiple arms. Um, <laughs> this particular one. Uh, the next one yeah. I've got is. Do people fear this superstition or do they sort of embrace it? Because there's some superstitions that people are like, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, God, no. Not walking over three drains. Walk over three drains, I'll trap my finger in a drawer. But with this one, it seems like it, it's about, it's a superstition where people embrace the fear. They It, it turns the tables on the boy racers, doesn't it? Those yeah. that, that disrespect the speed limits are the ones with the most of fear in this situation. Yeah, that's it. So people people intentionally have their wits about them more because they never know when someone's going to dive in front of them. Um, exactly. That's, yeah, fantastic. And then, I mean, I've got sort of, does anything bad happen because of this superstition? So... Oh, lo- loads of people die, Literally. <laughs> There's thousands of deaths. The death rate is worse than the death rate from coronavirus. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Particularly the elderly, yeah. women, children. 
Oh Jesus! Um, and then <laughs> I, I've got um, I've got a final point, or it's sort of a final point, um, which is: Is there an interesting nursery rhyme or poem created for this superstition that would be read out to to others in, in future times in in sort of a a, wh- a whimsical tone? I imagine to to explain why this superstition is a thing. Normally the superstitions rhyme and stuff, don't they? Um, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Step on a crack, break your father's back. Step on a line, break your mother's spine. That kind of thing. That sort of thing, yeah. So it'd be like, if you see a see a truck, test your luck. If you see a truck, give us something yes. along those lines. Tom. Yes, Dr. Hines. See a tr- give a see, if you see it, you see- Chance it with a rover. See if your life's over. Mm, mm. <laughs> Run in front of a lorry, but will you be sorry? Oh, yes. Oh, because yes. you, you are questioning it as well. You're yeah. putting the challenge onto the individual. Yeah, it's then, calculated. It's calculated. You can definitely, you can imagine it. You're walking along the street with your friend, and you just look to him, and you, and you see a, there's a big truck coming down the road or a lorry, and you just yeah. go, oh, run in front of a lorry. Will I be sorry? Eh? And sometimes you are, or they you are. Will, you will be sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and oh. you're, you're looking back, and you're looking back, and you're looking back, and then you just make it by the skin of your teeth, and you stand there in the middle of the road going, yeah, and then the car the other way just ploughs into you. Bro- two broken legs, but miraculously, you can walk still, and you're alive, yeah. Because of the look that you got from dodging <laughs> the lorry, you then That's survive being hit That's by a car. You're alive. But it's you instant. Have, it's you it's instant. You have. You probably would have caked your pants. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely would have filled your pants at that point. But but they were horrible pants, and you needed to be told. It's so, kind of. It's it's a whole circle. So this. I mean, this this superstition really is just about making your own look, isn't it? In a time of in the time of bad luck. It's about chancing it, taking a chance, putting yourself out there, putting it on the line. Um, playing Pokemon Go whilst old ladies run in front of your car. And then winning the Euro Millions, full head of hair, hair transplant. Full body of hair. Full body of hair. <laughs> a lot. And that is 15 minutes, exactly. Boom. Nice. Um, do you know what's really shit? I um... Did you record any of it? No, I've recorded all of it. I've recorded all of it. I just forgot to create, like, you know, we normally do like a little challenge or something about the superstition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, is there any like you know if you um I think I think what we should do I think what we should do you know if you spill salt people think that's bad luck and then you have to throw it over your shoulder yeah so should we create like a counter for the for the superstition what a bit like how would that work yeah so it's difficult isn't it so like if you if you oh how you if you dodge a lorry and live or if you if you hit a pedestrian. If you hit a oh, shit. there's a, you need to do something. Oh shit, if you... What, what like a forfeit? So, yeah, just some way to correct it, to put it right. So if you hit yeah. a pedestrian, it's bad luck. So you've got yeah, to... You're, you're fucked, mm. mate. Okay. Yeah, okay, I've got it. Sure. The way to, and the way to get back, when the way to get your luck back, or to put yourself back on good terms, you have to reverse back over them. <laughs> well, and then, <laughs> and then dodge, and dodge their corpse on the way. <laughs> snake, it's, snake round it's, them. 
It's rooted in logic. And you get all jo- jobbed up. Yes. I feel like it's got to be something really daft, like you have to get out of your vehicle and run around it 60 times without getting hit by any of the traffic. You know, you know like when you get eight balled in pool, you have to pull your kegs down. Yeah. And you have to dodge, you have to dodge at least four vehicles of your own with your kegs down. You have to pull oh their my. kegs down. And the person you've hit, you have to pull their kegs down <laughs> and drag them round your vehicle. Come like on, a, Mabel. Like a train of, like a train of that. Oh my God, that is unbelievable. Anything else you want to share that, that might be the, the bad luck side of things? I think it's just when you kill people, isn't it? It's when you hit people, but you both take that chance. Yeah, I think as well. Yeah, but if, I think you've got to you've got to do your rhyme before you do it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's a how do you first? At what age do you start pushing your kids to run out in front of vehicles? Do you think it's like a coming of age, like thirteen? You're like, right, yeah. come on, come on, Lizzie, get out there. I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like secondary school age, like eleven. You know, so like ten year old ten year old kids are like, next year, mummy, can I run out in front of cars as well? Yeah. And then she's like, when you're eleven. Yeah. When you're eleven, of course you, you can. You're, it's you're kind of like getting a phone. Yeah. Yeah. You're eleven now, little Timmy. It's time for you to earn your own look. Get out and start with the bin lorry, something small. Or something small sorry, and slow. slow. Small and slow, yeah. Slow. yeah. And then build your way up to Baza. Build your way up to Bazza. <clears throat> oh my god. At this point, by this point, Baz is on autopilot. He's driving with his knees. He's got an Android and an iOS and he's catching left and right. It sounds it sounds like Paul Bastock has turned his the superstition into a pyramid scheme. He's a local <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> He's running it, he's running it. Build yourself up to Bazza! Look at me! <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know why he's like Yorkshire, but. He started to run now. He started to get people down um, down Tower Road. He'll just do a production line of people, space ten meters apart, ducking in and out. And they all just oh, they all just get he's dead just, looking. He's cashing in. He's, he's cashing just flooring in. it. He's flooring it down Lynn. What does road. he do with the ones that don't don't <laughs> succeed? He gets out, Tom, he takes her pants down. <laughs> <laughs> It's muscle memory at this point. <laughs> Unbelievably, um, we're out of time for this episode. Um, but thank you so much for coming on, Ben. It's been wonderful to, to have you here and your and your insight into superstitions. Um, let's do our classic sign-off. I've been your host, Jimmy Slay. And I've been Dr. Hines. I've been Ben Carr. And, and this, this has been 50 Minute Fiction. Sorry. Why is Dan Drilf in there? Because that's a derogatory term. Fuck Dan Drilf and I want that on record. Well, you'll probably edit it and put it on the end.